Howdy. What's going on? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It is heard live every day, by the way, from noon until 3 on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content, invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with links, become a patron. Go to the PeteCallanerShow.com. This podcast is also supported by North Carolina businesses, so please consider supporting them. Try not to skip through their short ad. Make sure you hit the subscribe button to get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And thanks so much for your support. All right. Hey, welcome to the program. Pete Callender here, News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT out here at the 32nd Annual Union County Crime Stoppers Barbecue, where I am told they've got barbecue and very little crime. Um, we're at the Union County Agriculture Center in Monroe. They're going to be uh, serving up the BBQ until 5 o'clock tonight. It's the biggest fundraiser that they do. Great cause. Lots of great people swinging by. So if you, uh, if you don't have any lunch plans, you do now. Um, so uh, yesterday while I was on the show, or doing the show on the air, um, the, uh, the president came to the state of North Carolina. I'm not sure if he timed it um, during my show on purpose. I mean, I'm just saying it's coincidental that he shows up during my show and then I'm not able to, to carry it. I'm not able to monitor it. it wasn't, I didn't find any feeds of it. I had already built the whole show around... The free market capitalist guy. Oh, on Twitter, I forgot to say, at Pete Callender on the Twitter machine, if you want to uh, engage in any of the rowdy wet work that we do, slicing and dicing up leftists. But, um, yeah, we ha- I had a leftist uh, attack me and called me a capitalist. Yes. Yes, guilty as charged. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you think that was an insult? <laughs> These are the people that I interact with on a regular basis. So it can be fun. Like I said, a little bit rowdy. Um... So the president comes to uh, Raleigh, and um, I think I speak for all of us when I say that the big question that we needed answered was, what flavor milkshake did he get at the cookout uh, on the way out of town with my good friend Ray? That's really, that is really the important thing uh, to find out. I mean, at least if you're looking at the coverage. Well, that, I should say, he also handed out the internet, too. He was giving out internet. He's like, you get an internet, you get an internet, and then he like went over and uh, and got some uh, got a got a milkshake from Cookout, um, and it was the same apparently uh, the same thing he did the last time he was in North Carolina. He went to Cookout and got a milkshake, which actually presented a bit of a uh, awkward moment because <laughs> there's photos I have them here, and they got sent out by Senator Phil Berger's press shop. Um, so the last time he was here, he's wearing a mask. So you kind of get the idea of like the, the time frame, right? It would have been uh, during the uh, the pandemic, some point. So he's, uh, you know, Biden's walking past the cookout uh, menu board, and you can see the prices on the menu board behind him, and the choose one for tray. So like the price from. I don't know when this was, but during the pandemic, five ninety nine. That's what the tray of food cost five ninety nine back when he was here last time with his mask on. This time they took a picture of him walking out with his uh, triple thick milkshake, and um, it was not chocolate chocolate chip. It was not chocolate chocolate chip. That's the ice cream flavor that he prefers. I would have guessed Rocky Road. <laughs> Sorry, that's okay. Too soon. Okay, whatever. So no, he got the vanilla with some chocolate syrup in it, which is called a white-black, or a black-white, or something. Shake, from Cookout. 
So five ninety nine was the cost of the tray two years, three years ago, whatever. The last time he was here in North Carolina and hit the cookout and got a shake. Because that's his jam. That's his deal. He's all about getting the shakes and the ice cream cones wherever he goes because it always gets this fawning, childlike uh, approval coverage from his allies in the media that are all just like, like almost full-on swoon over the fact that the guy eats ice cream and he talks about ice cream. I just wonder, like, could you imagine if his favorite snack had been like pudding or tapioca? Could you imagine what the coverage would look like now? But because it's ice cream, it's like, oh, he's like a child. Like, mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah, that is kind of what happens at some point. But anyway, he, uh, he's standing in front of this menu board, five ninety nine for the choose one uh, four tray. And then, you know, you pick the burger. And by the way, he did, get a, he did get a hamburger as well. It wasn't just the shake. He got a full uh, W-R-A-L. They got the full order, a bacon cheeseburger. French fries, a black and white shake, and then he referred to it as a triple thick, which I don't even know. Is that a cookout thing? Can you get triple thick at cookout? I wasn't aware that was a thing, but but I don't know. I like I don't eat a, I don't eat fast food a lot, or really ever anymore. So, thank you, PhD, weight loss and nutrition. No, for real. It's like I don't even I don't even see the places anymore. It's like mentally they're like I'm blinded to them. Um, so I don't know, maybe the triple thick is a thing at cookout. Somebody can let me know. But uh, he's walking past the cookout menu board yesterday, and the choose one for tray, the choose one. So if you're making a cookout tray, right, with the best combos in Raleigh, you get to, you know, pick a burger, or you pick this other kind of burger, then you pick two sides and all of that. What was five ninety nine is now seven sixty nine in a mere what, two years? The price has gone from five ninety nine to seven sixty nine, and Phil Berger's uh, camp puts out this uh, these pictures side by side and says, "quote Thanks to Bidenomics, a cookout tray costs twenty eight percent more than it did three years ago when Biden had his previous photo op." And everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, he's he's eating a milkshake. Oh, he's so he's just like us. He's stars. They're just like us." Which then, of course, prompts the Moonbat Brigade to, uh, to take to the skies and, and swarm all around on the social media uh, platform, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, my favorite is this leftist moron. Uh, he goes by the name of My Name Is Not Rick. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know what his name is, but I know his name is not Rick. That's what he goes by. My Name Is Not Rick. And he says, this is his quote last night. Maybe y'all should get a second job if you can't afford $2 more for cookout. Like, that's a man of the people right there, right? Like, that's a guy who's got his fingers on the pulse of working class Americans, right? Just get another job if you can't afford $2 more. 28% increase in, in food prices. If you can't afford that, well, you should just go get a second job, loser. <laughs> and then he doubled down. Because, look, you know me. I'm inquisitive about these types of things. So I, you know, I, I point out stuff. I ask questions. I, I plumb the depths of depravity of these lefties. And he doubles down. And then he triples down. And then he quadruples down. And now he's, now he's, he's mocking disabled people, like special needs people. He's calling... 
everybody, you know, Trump trash and all this stuff and how you're poor and you're a snowflake and all this. Like, like dude, you're the one that said get a job if you can't afford $2 more for cookout. Oh, and then he accused every Trump supporter of being, uh, being diabetic. And it's like, dude, wait till, you, wait till you hear about the diabetes prevalency among the minority communities in America. Like, I'm not so sure you're aware of all of these facts that you're throwing out. Because you know me, I'm a giver. So I'm going to, like, give him the information so he's more informed. But he did not seem to be interested in being informed. It was the darndest thing. Um, so back to the WRAL story. This is by Paul Specht. And um, the headline on the story from yesterday afternoon, after President Biden's appearance, where he handed out all of the internets, um, he says, headline, can you guess President Biden's cookout order in Raleigh? Because, again, that's what people want to know. This is the hard-hitting journalisming that is so compelling and rich. No? First sentence, quote, after a day's work Thursday in Raleigh. <laughs> All right, I got to stop right there. After a day's work, a day's work. So I guess we are at the point now where we are acknowledging that Joe Biden does not work more than about half an hour a day. Is that the idea here? Because that's what he did. He gave a 20 minute speech. He gave a 20 minute speech and afterwards went out for some ice cream and a burger. Burger and a shake. That's what he got. That was his reward. Good job, Joe. You did such a good job. Let's go get you a burger and a triple thick shake. You earned it for that 20 minutes worth of work. I wonder if they made him play clean up, clean up, clean, but afterwards. Maybe. Did they wipe his, okay. Like wipe his mouth. Let me, give me your hands. Let's wipe your hands. Oh, all right. I do have some sound bites. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay, so what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out pete calendar show i am the pete of the show 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110 uh yes i can take phone calls while uh while out on uh, location here at the union county ag center in monroe for the 32nd annual union county crime stoppers barbecue uh so if you want to call 704-570-1110 or 1-800-WBT-1110 you can also hit me up on the email i do have access to email Pete at thepetecalendarshow.com. Um, let me get to some of the sound bites from El Presidente's visit to the Raleigh area. Um, and he was introduced by a, uh, a retired sergeant, um, I believe out of the Army. And um, so he comes onto the stage. And I got to tell you, uh, Biden did not start very strong. Please have this, take a seat if you have one. <laughs> I once said that at an event, and people didn't have chairs, and the press looked at me and said, what the hell's the matter with that guy? Mm. Anyway, Edward, thank you. Sergeant First Class, I was telling him my son, Bo, 
who I lost because of what happened in Iraq. Anyway, my my son Bo, when he made major in Iraq, I was I was there. I wasn't with him when he made that when he got promoted. What? But I was with him later at an what? event. At an event. And it's, anyway. Wait. In Iraq. What? I didn't want to say where I was, but. Uh, <laughs> And uh, I said, Bo, congratulations, you're now a field-grade officer. He looked at me and said, Dad, I don't know who runs the United States Army. Sergeant's first class running. And that's a fact. So, Sarge, thank you very, very much. All right. That, that, so that was right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. He's stumbling all over himself about where his son died and then where he was when he got the promotion. And I almost get the sense that, you know, Joe Biden has told so many lies for so many decades really um like i do wonder at his age do you forget what stories are real and which are true like if you tell the lie so many times that it becomes ingrained in in the in the grooves in your brain uh that at some point when it is more difficult to recollect things you remember the lie because those grooves are deeper you know I do wonder that. Um, so he started telling this story about how his son Bo died in Iraq, uh, which was not true. His son Bo died of a uh, brain tumor, glioblastoma. And uh, he has told this lie on the campaign trail and in speeches and stuff, and then he got called out for it. Fact checkers, they said, no, that's not true. And so I almost wonder if people inside of his camp told him, hey, stop saying this say it this other way and that's why he tripped up as he tripped up right there next up though uh he gave a shout out to my good friend ray governor cooper and all the state officials here today by the way you got the best governor in the country boy stand up no i mean it you know what i love about him most i mean this from the bottom of my heart Yes, absolute total integrity. Oh. Ouch. I'm not so sure you want the seal of integrity from the head of the Biden crime family. Not, uh, yeah, I'm not sure that's actually a ringing endorsement. Um, supposedly, though, the best governor in the entire country, which is saying something because he's been the governor with the Republican legislature for his entire tenure. So he doesn't get anything done, really. Right? It's all the legislature. And on occasion, he gets dragged along if he's not having his vetoes overridden. So I'm not really sure how that makes him the best governor. Although I do wonder, do you think Joe says that to all the governors? Do you think he says, well, maybe to like most of the Democrat governors? I'm kind of curious about that. Although I will say, kudos to Joe, that even in his uh, current state of mind, shall we say, he did not call Governor Roy Cooper his good friend Ray, as Hillary Clinton called him, and I believe Kamala Harris called him at one point. It's, yeah, it's kind of tough. Some t- yeah, he, he, For some reason, people want to call him Ray. His best friends, apparently, his good friends call him Ray Cooper, which is why I started calling him Ray Cooper, in case anybody is curious why Pete always calls him uh, my good friend Ray. That's why, because he's been called my good friend Ray by two different Democrat leaders, but not Joe Biden, not Joe Biden. So maybe he actually doesn't know Ray at all. That's possible. I'm a bit hamstrung, which is a kind of injury, right? But... I don't have the uh, I don't have the rim shot because I'm on location, so I cannot I cannot offer you rim shots for your jokes. 
Uh, nor do I have my bell, the ding ding bell. That I, they are back in studio, so I know I, I feel like I'm. Uh, I was gonna. Say, I was gonna say. Well, unclothed. I'll say it that way, because there's a bunch of people walking by, and I'm not that kind of guy, you know. A um, couple of messages here on Twitter. Laffer's napkin says, "My favorite is when." Leftists confuse acceleration with velocity with respect to inflation. Yes, uh, this is the idea that, uh, that uh, I'm trying, uh, these people are trying to tell me that uh, inflation is improving because it's not growing as fast as it did, but it's still growing. It's like, dude, do you understand compound interest? Probably not because he's an American, so... <laughs> Most Americans don't understand it. Like, once it's built into the price, it doesn't ever go away. So, it increasing 2 to 3% now doesn't mean it went down when it increased 8 and 9% for two years straight, you know? Um, Dan says the appropriate response from the unhinged lefty should have been, quote, if $2 more is too much, then don't eat at cookout. But naturally, being a leftist, expecting a rational and logical response is like asking Biden to go out to eat and not getting ice cream. Boom. See, like right there would be, a, that's a rim shot. And I, like, I feel, I feel, okay, so I feel kind of naked without the rim shot. I could say it now because there aren't people walking past me. Um, 704-570-1110. 1-800-WBT-1110. Uh, all right, so you heard the first two clips. Those were literally the first two things that Joe Biden said uh, at his pre-milkshake event in Raleigh yesterday, okay? He comes out and he stumbles about Bo Biden, Iraq, and all of that. He then gives the shout-out to his good friend Roy Cooper, uh, best governor in America, because he has all this integrity, which I'm not... Again, like, I don't think I want Joe Biden's endorsement on what is integrity, you know? But also, if you know anything about Roy Cooper, well, actually, that does kind of make sense. Maybe... To Joe Biden, Roy is the paragon of integrity. But if you're in North Carolina politics, you know what a laugh that actually is. So um, Joe Biden then recognized North Carolina Congresswoman Deborah Ross. Thanks for the welcome back to North Carolina, Gov. I appreciate it very much. I also want to mention Congressman De- Deborah Ross. Where's Deborah? This year, I just had my p- picture taken with her. That's probably why she left. No, all kidding aside. Anyway. You, you can, oh, she couldn't be here, actually. Wait, That's not what? true. I got it mixed up. And she has, uh, you know, she fights very hard for the people of this district, and she's up in Washington right now. Okay. I got some questions. So, who did you get your picture taken with? Right? <laughs> if, if you're like, oh, no, I just got a, I, where is she? I just got my picture taken with her backstage. Well, okay, well, who was that? That then leads to the question of, are you suggesting that all of a certain type of person looks the same? Is that what you're saying? Like, I'm, I'm just asking questions here, people. I don't know the answer to this. And I, I, did ma- I did make a mistake myself. I said that he recognized Congresswoman Deborah Ross, when obviously he did not. Um, he did not recognize her. But th- and again, this was all in succession. All I've done is chopped up the first, like, three minutes or four minutes of his speech... 
and just made them three separate sound bites. But this is the way it unfolded. Boom, 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 boom. So you got the, I don't know, the thing in Iraq and all of that with his son. Then you got the integrity thing with Roy Cooper. And now he's like, oh, no, I just took a selfie with Deborah Ross. She's, she was backstage with me. Oh, no, that's right. She's not here at all. I got confused. Like, oh, my gosh. This is not good. But I will say he turned it around because then he, he went on teleprompter. And he started reading with the squinty eyes, you know. So he started reading, and so then that got a little bit better. He launches into a slurry itemization of all the spending he has overseen. Just like Franklin Roosevelt did a generation ago with electricity. I promise to be a president for all America, whether you voted for me or not. These investments help all Americans in red states and blue states as well. We're not leaving anybody behind. Look, look around North Carolina, and with the leadership of Governor Cooper, with the partnership of your governor, we've invested more than $3 billion to expand high-speed internet in every county across the state. $3 billion. Because, you know, Governor Cooper does that all on his own. That's all Governor Cooper. He controls the purse strings. That's what we all learned in Civics 101, right? That the governor, yeah, the governor is the one that creates all of the budgets, he sets the tax rates, he oversees the spending. No, that's the legislature. Oh, that's right. Sorry. That's my bad. That's the legislature that does that. The legislature is the one that controls the purse strings. This has been this is the thing. The the rural high-speed internet, rural broadband access, this has been going on for a long time. This has been a campaign pitch for Republicans and Democrats alike for many, many years. Dan Forrest ran on this uh, platform uh, against uh, my good friend Ray, low those many years ago. The legislative leaders have been promoting this, right? Because we got to get the broadband access into all the areas of the state so everybody can get on Instagram and suffer from the anxiety that the urban areas suffer from. I mean, that's obvious. No, look, there are valuable reasons. Look, I have uh, family that live out in uh, very rural parts of uh, Albemarle and uh, Stanley County, I should say, st- out in Stanley County on the way to Albemarle. And they, uh, it's very difficult to get stuff done because the Internet is so bad out there and it's so expensive to run that sort of last mile of the Internet. Um, I do kind of find it funny that, like, we're totally going to get all of this high-speed Internet out to the rural areas by uh, 2030, which is like, uh, carry the six. That's, uh, yeah, like six years away. So within six years, do you think there might be some better technology? Well, if I know anything about government, probably. There's going to be probably better technology available by the time they get this done, you know? And then it's going to be like, well, we've got to spend a bunch of money on some, this new technology that's even better. He then touted all of the corporations and companies that he picked as winners, over the few, uh, last few years, and how he's using a billion dollars of your dollars to cut an hour off the drive from Raleigh to Richmond. All told, during my presidency, we invested, and I know it's going to sound like not much to you all, but $11 billion in North Carolina. $11 billion. In infrastructure, clean energy, everything from high-speed internet to clean water, new roads and bridges, for example. We're investing $1 billion, $1 billion, in a new rail line connecting Raleigh and Richmond, Virginia. Not only creating a whole hell of a lot of jobs, but it's going to take a lot of vehicles off the road. It's going to help with pollution. And guess what? It's going to cut the time. Well, let me give you an idea. Right now, the trip takes about three hours by train. 
with the new rail line, yeah. it's going to take you two hours. <gasps> Think what, what that would mean to people traveling to work and visiting families. Think what it means in the reduction of highway bills. Wait, are people making a three-hour commute every day from Raleigh to Richmond? Wait, who is this constituency? That, like, is, they went nuts. They're like, yeah, we're getting a train from Raleigh to Richmond at a cost of a billion dollars. So instead of a three-hour drive, it's just a two-hour drive. Because, man, I work in Richmond, but I live in Raleigh, and so I drive three hours each way every single day. So thank goodness we're going to take tax dollars of a billion dollars, and we're going to cut an hour off of my commute. Oh, thank goodness. Of course, that's just the construction. See, what they never tell you about these projects is the annual operating costs and the maintenance and replacement costs and all of that. You think that might have an offset for, like, highway funding, maybe? I'm just curious who this constituency is. And you could even tell after he said it's, it's going to go from a three-hour trip to a two-hour trip. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Like, that's, like, if you're taking a road trip, first off, why are you going to Richmond? I kid, I kid Richmond, I kid Richmond. It's fine enough city, I think. Quite the festivities occurring over on the Twitter machine with these, uh, these leftist moon bets on the uh, inflationary uh, price of uh, tray at cookout that was illuminated by uh, our president's uh, visit to the Raleigh area. He made a visit three years ago to a cookout also where he got a, a triple thick shake, which, by the way, uh, every Friday I do a, uh, uh, a live shot, a live interview, uh, a live hit with uh, the radio stations in Raleigh and Greensboro and KCO Day, the morning guy there. And so I'm on with him on Fridays. And his producer, Ross, pointed out uh, that uh, the president was advised that he would need a spoon for the cookout shake, a triple thick shake. Because, yes, obviously, like, that could kill him. Like, if he tried to suck that thing down a straw... That very well could kill him. And we don't want that, obviously. So they're like, here, take the spoon. So it's basically ice cream. It was so thick it can't be sucked up the straw. And if he tried, he might have had an aneurysm or something. So, or another aneurysm. Or actually, I guess a third aneurysm. So uh, they were like, take a spoon, eat it with the spoon. So... Um, let me see. I got a message from uh, Russ who says this broadband access program is so peak GovCo spend billions of tax dollars on 10 year old technology that is on its way out while the rest of the world is switching over to wireless satellite. Many African countries that had less than 10 percent accessibility just a few years ago are now more connected than the U.S. for less cost because they skipped over the whole physical cable phase and jumped right into the next phase. Um, there is a term for this. Uh, it's, I think it's called something like technological leapfrog or something where, yeah, like uh, Africa does not have all of the telephone lines, for example. They went, they went right past it because they were so far behind. Then the technology... Uh, comes along where you've got cell phones, and so they just put up the cell phone towers rather than have all of the telephone poles all over the place. Same thing with cable. Like one of the uh, 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 stats I saw years ago was on uh, the cable, like cable TV. Penetration rates were higher in the south versus the northeast. They're, they were all still on old antennas. Well, why is that? It's because all of the buildings, the, these you know, huge apartment buildings, these massive tenements and stuff, running cable through those buildings in every single apartment, every single wall, the costs were so high, nobody would do it. So they just all went from antenna, and they skipped over to 
dish, right? They went over to satellite TV. Now they're probably on wireless and stuff. So, like, the, the, that does happen. And so, yes, you've got different uh, technologies that will leapfrog over because, if, uh, you know, a, a country or a continent or people, they will just miss it because they were too poor to put it in place. But then when they start getting uh, wealth, thank you, free market capitalism, boom, now they leapfrog ahead. So, yes, it is peak GovCo. Uh, one last thing here from yesterday's uh, presidential appearance. I uh, One last clip. I took the liberty of compiling all of the highlights of his speech into this montage. Look, I'm serious. Let me say that again. Look, look, and we're just getting started. Guess what? Look, and look, put it all together. Let me say it again. You know, I'm serious. Look, folks. Folks, what we're doing here in North Carolina is just one piece of a much bigger story. And guess what? This is a fact. But guess what? I'm serious. Think about this. Folks, look. There'll be $40 billion raised. Look, uh, you know. Come on, man. You know, some of the things he said. Well, I don't get started. (laughs) But look. So come on, man. And guess what? In my face, bless me, Father, for his sin. I mean, come on. (laughs) Guess what? Look. What was mentioned as well, look at we, I fought my whole career, I've been around, I know I don't look it, but I've been around for a little while. I'm serious. Well, guess what? I'm optimistic, I've been, I've been around for a while, I've never been more optimistic about America's prospects than I am in the last three years. I really mean it. We're the only major company in the world that's come what? out of every crisis stronger than we went in. Thank you very much. Let's go get him. Thank you. I'm not sure going to get who, but yeah, okay, there you go. So that I, I thought those were, I thought those were the most compelling things that he said yesterday. There was, uh, by the way, no repeats. I did no repeats of any of those sound bites in that montage. Those were all unique, and almost all of them were in order. I think I moved two, just because for comedic effect. Um, so anyway, the the looks. The come on mans, the seriouses, the little bit of shoutiness. It was classic Joe Biden. You know, classic Joe Biden topped off with the visit to the cookout and the, uh, the gobbling up of the, uh, the shake of the ice cream. Really, what more can you want in a, in a president? I'm not sure. All right, news is next. <laughs> 